Welcome to Southwest Community Voices. Back as your host today, I'm Pamela Bean from the Shelburne County Community Health Board. I'm joined by our editor and coordinator, Elizabeth Bailey. We have a special announcement to make. Wellness grants and the recipients for the 2021 and 22. Many folks ask me, what is the Community Health Board? And what exactly are some of the things we do in the community? Our wellness fund grants are a particularly exciting event each year. We receive applications for funding requests within the community. Organizations that support community needs and betterment are carefully chosen with the allotted funds available. How do we pick each one? It's not always an easy choice. We study the various aspects of the project plans, discuss challenges and goals, and after careful consideration, we submit our votes. We'll now talk with Elizabeth, and she can fill in anything I've left out. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you today? Hi, Pam. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. So, Elizabeth, um, I think we're going to allow you to do the unveiling of the recipients of our most recent wellness funds. So I'm going to let you take it away with our first one, which is the Barrington Municipal High School. And if you could tell us all about that and the project that they have picked for their application, go right ahead. Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited about one. This is a cross-country ski club that Kevin Holland at the high school is organizing. And it's going to provide students with equipment and basic instruction for the opportunity to try cross-country skiing. The club will begin at the school property and expand to day trips on the local golf course and trails. The program will primarily include residents from the municipality of Barrington and the town of Clarks Harbor between the ages of 12 and 18. And in later sessions, parents of participants will be invited to participate with their kids. This program will introduce community members to an activity that's new to most people and promote healthy, active living. Their goal is to operate the club two days per week for two hours each day from the beginning of January until March break. This allows for 20 days and 40 total hours of activity. Of course, the number of days that the club participates is dependent on weather and snow conditions, but they're hoping to be active a minimum of one time a week when weather and conditions are not cooperating. If anybody is interested in learning more about that, you can contact Kevin at 902-637-4310, or you can email him at kevin.holland at tcrce.ca, and I'll drop all this contact information in the show notes. Elizabeth, I really like that program. I, I like it that it's an activity that's new to the folks in the area, and that it's going to extend year-round into the forward years. And doesn't it just sound like fun? I'd love to go cross-country skiing. Absolutely, absolutely. Elizabeth, our next one is Schools Plus. This is the Blend and Go program that they're running over March break. And, you know, the way that they describe it is that school acts as a safe place for students. More and more families have been dealing with food insecurity. And a lot of students depend on getting food when they're at school. You know, that leaves a bit of a gap when school's not in session during times like March break. So for this program, Schools Plus is going to offer smoothies. And they're not just offering food. They're going to teach the students how to make them, give them some recipes, uh, give them some ingredients. And if they need it, they'll even get a blender so that they have something nutritious and reliable every day of March break. This is a really innovative program, and I'm interested to see how it goes. 
and it's Vanessa Hartley, who works for Schools Plus, who is running this program and who created the application. If you'd like to learn more, you can contact her at 902-874-2934 or email vanessa.hartley at tcrce.ca. Oh, I'm not sure how to talk about this program. The name of the program is How to Fix, and then there's a word which is represented by a hashtag, at symbol, dollar sign, ampersand, exclamation point, so you can take from that what you will. Let's say how to fix things for the for the purposes of the podcast. And How to Fix Things is a program designed to empower young women single mothers and single non-elderly with the confidence and knowledge of a variety of trade skills and the ability to identify and repair small issues that may come up with confidence and ease. Each participant will receive hands-on support as well as all the tools they need to take home to complete their own projects. So there will be two rounds of sessions offered, one in the spring and one in the fall of this year. And this program will take place in Shelburne at the Our House Center initially. However, they will be monitoring response and success of the program to look for opportunities to expand it to Lockport and Barrington. So this program will run over six sessions that focus on a different common repair issue that women face when they're living alone. And sessions occur bi-weekly. Each one will be two hours of length. And they're anticipating around 20 participants with 10 participants for each session. So for more information about this one, you can contact Amy McKinnon at 902-875-3337 or email ed at scyhsa.com. We really love this one, didn't we, Pam? Yes, we did. It's a it's just a fabulous program to empower and build confidence within people. And uh, I mean, just from the smallest trade skills that you can develop just around your own home to be able to fix things, it's it's so it's going to help a variety of people in a variety of different situations. Yes, a great program. Yeah, I kind of wish that I could take it. I can fix some things, but I'm sure I have a lot to learn. <laughs> Our next one is Southwest Nova Transit. Oh, we love Southwest Nova Transit. They're such an important service for Shelburne County. You know, we have such a rural county here. And if you have inability to drive, it can be awfully hard to get around. And Southwest Nova Transit really fills in the gaps for a lot of people, especially uh, seniors and people with disabilities, but anybody who needs it. And so this program is going to be used to provide a $5 flat rate fare for any local trip that involves purchasing food. So that could be the grocery store, farmer's market, food bank, wherever you need to go to get food for any rider over 65 or identified within their current policies as low income. And they'll just continue to do this as long as funds last. Right now, their average cost to provide a one-hour shopping trip to a Shelburne County resident is $20 because that includes driver wages and mileage. But instead of paying that $20, people who participate in this program will only have to pay five and hopefully that's gonna make it a lot easier for folks to to get their needs met. So for more information, you can contact Renata Tweedy at 902-637-2572 or email info at southwestnovatransit.ca. 
It is a great program, Elizabeth. I um, I realize within the community, you know, with COVID on the scene, we have had so many seniors. They've they've lost that say their neighbors or their friends that would have been willing to bring them in the car to the grocery stores and whatnot. And now there's a, a certain number that they don't have those go-to people um, because of the fear. You know, they're usually their friends are elderly as well. So they're constantly in a state of keeping their distance from people. So um, they've lost that ability. So this really helps with the $5 because a lot of low-income seniors, a lot of low-income people, I think that's a, a great need, especially at this time, you know, in our society. That's right. And I know that Southwest Nova Transit has been very careful about their COVID protocols to make sure that their drivers are safe and that all of their clients are safe. Yes, they have. Yes. Well, lastly on our list, we have Southwest Chapter Autism Nova Scotia. Elizabeth, would you tell us about that one, please? I sure will. This is another great program. We've got a lot of great programs this year. Southwest Chapter of Autism Nova Scotia is going to be running a program called Communication and Sensory Support Services for Autistic Individuals. And what they're going to do is essentially put together these sensory kits. They provide picture communication symbol services to families and individuals with ASD to help people communicate, especially if they don't necessarily have the verbal skills to communicate effectively. And this also helps support them through their day and routines and any changes that could arise. Providing them with sensory kits to help relieve stress and anxiety and help individuals regulate their emotions, right? Because sometimes it's just, it's a lot easier to hold up a picture of something you want to discuss than it is to get the words out. I feel like that sometimes. It's true, you know, um, this in turn, if, if you can help the individual you're actually also helping the family. So it really extends to the caretakers, the caregivers who are are helping the individuals out because if you can relieve the stress in that individual, it helps the entire household. So it really does extend. This is a great program again. That's true. And you know, if you can communicate more effectively, you can communicate more effectively with, with other people in your community, right? And get out and and have more social connections. And that's important. So these kits can be picked up at their office or mailed to people, depending on what's best for the person who wants the kit. They're hoping to develop 10 sensory kits and support many more individuals through picture communication symbol services. If you'd like more information about this program, you can contact Annette Muse at 902-815-8711 or email southwestnova at autismns.ca. Well, it was another exciting year at the Community Health Board. A warm thanks to you, Elizabeth, for making this all possible for our community and for our board. Pam, thanks for being such a great board member. We're really lucky to have the folks on the Shelburne Community Health Board who we've got. But if you are out there listening to this podcast, now is a great time for me to let you know that we are still accepting applications for membership. We need even more people to help make us these decisions about programs we support in the community and to help us do our work with the Shelburne County Housing Coalition because we know that housing is a big crisis right now, don't we, Pam? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in learning more, please contact us through our Facebook page, 
Shelburne County Community Health Board. Congratulations to all of our recipients, and thank you to our listeners for joining us on Southwest Community Voices. Until next time, I'm Pam Bean.